Welcome to this podcast from Greater Boston on WGBH2. It is one in a series of interviews with authors conducted by Greater Boston host Emily Rooney. Our podcasts are made possible through the generous contributions of WGBH viewers and listeners like you. Thanks for joining us. And now, here's Emily. Jenna Cole, whose family runs Cole Stores, is calling for a boycott on pet stores and Internet breeders who often sell dogs bred in puppy mills. Jenna rescued an abused puppy named Baby, which was the inspiration for her new book, A Rare Breed of Love, the true story of Baby and the mission she inspired to help dogs everywhere. And Jenna Cole is here. Welcome. Thank you for having us. You know, I feel so naive because this puppy mill thing was such a big story back in the 80s, 70s, 80s, you know, all the consumer reporters were doing it. I assumed they were all gone. You know, unfortunately, the American consumer didn't pay attention and for whatever reason ignored those horrific stories and continues to buy dogs from pet stores and from the Internet which are all sourced mm -hmm. from puppy mills. So tell me the story of, of Baby. She was... Well, like I have to say, like a lot of those people, I was ready to buy a dog yeah. from the Internet. And a friend warned me and said, you can't do that. It'll come from a puppy mill. And I said, what's a puppy mill? Oh. I somehow missed all those yeah. stories. <laughs> you're too young. And she said, well, you better go yeah. look at one and see one for yourself. It's, a, it's one of the cruelest things you've ever seen. And so I took it upon myself to go see one of these places. This particular breeder was in Texas. And what I saw was like a house of horrors dogs locked in cages their entire lives, 24 hours a day for years, used like breeding machines, bred every single heat cycle, and then their puppies would be sold on the internet or to pet stores. And when I saw this, I was so horrified and so devastated. I remember saying to him, how can you treat animals this way? Yeah. And he said, animals don't have feelings. Oh. That was his response yeah. to me. Now this so. baby is missing a leg, and you said her vocal cords were cut out? What's That's that right. About? In, in baby's case, her front leg was amputated, had to be amputated after she was rescued because she suffered from severe osteoporosis, which is a common occurrence among mother breeding yeah. dogs because they have to nurse so many puppies, yeah. it leaches calcium from their bones, plus they never get any exercise, which we know is not good for your bones, and they're malnourished as well. So that leg was amputated after she was rescued, and then the breeder, where she came from, debarked, cut the vocal cords of all the dogs because they didn't want to be annoyed hearing the dogs begging and crying to be let out of the cages. I've never heard of such a thing. It's a now, fairly common occurrence. I mean, you're a clinical psychologist. I mean, how can human beings treat, I mean, I, you know, people eat meat, I understand that, and that's horrible too, that whole process, but a living thing? Well, as a psychologist, it certainly was a question I wanted to answer and examine, and I, and I write an essay in the book about cruelty and about lack of compassion. I really think that it, it, it boils down to what psychologists call narcissistic injury and the, the inability to empathize with the mm -hmm. other, with the pain of the other. And it's something that occurs in our society to tragically a large extent and mm -hmm. I really feel is the source of many of our mm -hmm. world's problems. I feel the same way about prison, so don't get, anyway. Um, you, 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 this is so cute because you go in all over the country and you've got a lot of people to pose with baby who are sympathetic to the cause, some of them real animal rights advocates, others who just have others, a passion for it. Yeah, and Take others, a couple, look at a couple of the pictures. And others really new to the subject. Mm -hmm. I, it was important to me to gather a really diverse group of people. I wanted Elizabeth I, Dole. I, Elizabeth, <laughs> I wanted Republicans and Democrats. I wanted conservatives and liberals. I wanted religious leaders and you know, athletes and movie stars. There's Senator Kennedy. Mm -hmm. Well, we know he's sympathetic. Big dog lover and, and brings his dogs to work yeah. regularly. And in fact, that's where we, we uh, met him, was at, uh, right outside, uh, outside his uh -huh. office a few years ago. Uh, Steven Tyler, who was really just wonderful. 
And I tell a little background story of each photo shoot yeah. with each uh, photograph because we had so many fun and yeah. unexpected encounters. Uh -huh. I literally knocked him, almost knocked him over in the lobby of our hotel in New York. That's how we met Steven Tyler. Yeah. Well, I mean, are, are you proposing legislation? I thought, I thought, as I said, I thought it already existed. I mean. No, there aren't any tough laws on the books. There need to be. In fact, just this past week, uh, one of the, uh, the first federal puppy mill bills was introduced, named for baby, called mm. Baby's Bill, which will address this lifetime, inhumane lifetime confinement. It will require yeah. that these dogs be let out of their cages yeah. for 60 minutes of exercise a day, which is a pathetic it's request. It's nothing. Yeah. But unfortunately, we... we How do they we, feed them? I mean, aren't they in cages too? How do, when they, the and when thing. they give birth, I mean... It, it's just a horrendous situation. They're standing and laying and sleeping on wire cages 24 yeah. hours a day, uh, sometimes left out in the elements. Yeah. Sometimes the puppies are literally cooked in the sun yeah. or freeze in the winter. Sometimes the mother dog uh, tragically, you know, e even eats her own yeah. puppies because she's starving. It's, yeah. it's, it's unconscionable and it, should, and, and it should be outlawed. The entire mm. industry should be taken down. Mm. I mean, how do people find out? I mean, you look at even in the newspapers. Are, are, all, are all of them legitimate breeders? I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're going to buy a dog from a newspaper ad as well, chances are you're going to be contributing to this puppy mill problem. We have found the Humane Society of the United States, the organization I'm donating my profits to, has found the newspaper ads also nearly 100% of the time are, are sourced from puppy mills as well. So the only answer is adoption. You know, that's, that's our secondary message on this tour is to promote adoption. Mm -hmm. Right now in this country, we're talking about economics lately and, and the economic crisis in this country. Well, it's costing taxpayers $2 billion a year to round up, shelter, and euthanize about 5 million homeless animals that we have in this country. So those animals, those dogs, need loving homes. But there are legitimate breeders. I mean, you know, people who want the purebred, you know, golden retriever or whatever, and you drive down to somebody's house, some wacky dog person, they've got, they seem to be... People ask me, <laughs> what about humane yeah. breeders? My answer to that is, is as I just said, we, we're euthanizing about four to five million mm. homeless dogs a year, the vast majority of whom are wonderful, healthy, loving, viable yeah. pets. So why not give those dogs a home first before contributing to the pet overpopulation problem? So I say even if you're a quote-unquote humane breeder, we've got this terrible out-of-control pet overpopulation problem, and maybe people should reconsider breeding at all for a while and find another hobby. By the way, did you just end up snatching baby right out of the puppy mill, or what did you do? A woman <laughs> we dubbed the drive-by angel actually rescued her, and then she was put in foster care and I adopted her yeah. from a website, PetFinder.com, which yeah. is a great rescue site. Oh, well, so sweet. She seems very happy now. She's a, yeah. She can run and everything. She's she, a little tired she, right now. Yeah, she does well. She has, also has this number tattooed oh. in her ear, which I didn't show you earlier. Yeah. This is their bookkeeping method. Oh, and then so how she, many litters she's had and all that? Probably twice a year for nine years. Oh, my God. All right. Jenna Cole, this is really interesting. Thank really you. appreciate you coming. Thank you very right. much. Good luck, baby. Thanks for listening to this podcast, one in a series of interviews conducted by Greater Boston host Emily Rooney. We invite you to watch Greater Boston weeknights on WGBH2 at 7 p.m. and again at midnight. The program is also available through Comcast On Demand.